Hello and welcome to Chromodiversity, a podcast about common genetic diversity. I'm Elliot Pollock, founder of MyXXY Chromodiversity Foundation, and I'll be your host. In episodes 5 to 11, you'll hear me read out possibly the most extensive review of Kleinfelter syndrome, KS, to date. Published in 2018, it presents a comprehensive interdisciplinary examination of KS and highlights the importance of multidisciplinary care lasting the full spectrum of life from early childhood on. For ease of listening, we've broken it down into seven parts corresponding to seven episodes. Title, Kleinfelter Syndrome, Integrating Genetics, Neuropsychology, and Endocrinology. Authors, Gravhold et al. Publication, Endocrine Reviews, 2018. You can download the full version with elements not included here, such as tables, notes, and references on our podcast website, chromodiversity.com. You're now listening to part five about heightened risks related to cardiovascular, bone metabolism, autoimmunity, fertility, and sexual function. This matters for physicians and parents because in addition to the relatively well-known hormonal and metabolic risks of KS, healthcare providers are often not aware that an extra X chromosome results in high risk of a wide range of other lifelong physical syndromes that can be avoided or at least mitigated thanks to timely checks and preventive measures. So sit back, keep an open mind, and enjoy. Cardiovascular disease. A substantial part of the increased mortality seen in KS is based on higher prevalence of cardio and cerebrovascular disease, CVD. This has been demonstrated by epidemiological studies on morbidity and mortality. CVD continuously accounts for approximately 30% of deaths in the United States, and the epidemiological studies have found the overall risk for CVD in KS males to be increased approximately twofold. Thus, proper management and prevention of these diseases seem pivotal. Recently, one model for cardiovascular assessment in KS has been proposed, and such initiatives are needed in an effort to secure the health of men with KS. The heart. The basis for cardiovascular health must be a healthy heart. In Turner syndrome, 45X, the most common female sex chromosome anomaly, congenital cardiac anomalies are central to the pathology. Several cases of cardiac anomalies have also been reported in KS. Swerdlow et al. found mortality due to the congenital cardiovascular anomalies to be more frequent in KS males compared with expected rates in the British population. In addition, malformations of the heart were found to be more frequent in KS males in a study by Bojesen et al. We speculate, however, that the higher rates of congenital malformations found in KS males may be due to selection bias as newborns exhibiting heart defects are more likely to undergo chromosomal examination. Along the same lines, two studies by Frick et al. found mitral valve prolapse to be more frequent in KS males. These findings, however, have not been replicated in more recent studies with a larger sample. 
impairment of ventricular diastolic function and chronotropic incompetence in KS, on the other hand, have been reported in two large echographic studies. The association between these findings and features of androgenicity, including testosterone treatment and the met metabolic syndrome, remains to be elucidated. Pasquale et al. consistently described chronotropic incompetence in KS males, irrespective of treatment status, whereas Anderson et al. found a reduction in androgenicity to be as well associated with reduction in heart function and further accentuated in KS individuals with the metabolic syndrome. Shortening of the QTC interval time between the start of the Q wave and the end of the T wave in the electrical cycle of the heart corrected for heart rate, in KS males compared with both male and female controls, has also been reported by two independent recent studies. Short QTC interval is associated with an increased risk of cardiac arrhythmias and cardiac arrest. In the study, by Jorksen et al., a marked effect of testosterone treatment was seen in treated men with KS having shorter QTC than in untreated men with KS, reflecting the notion of the inverse correlation between QTC and endogenous testosterone found in other populations. However, in the study by Zittman et al., no difference in QTC interval was observed between treated and untreated men with KS, and QTC was not associated with testosterone levels. In this study, however, shorter QTC was seen in those with paternal origin of the supernumerary X chromosome and those expressing higher levels of genes differentially expressed between KS males and controls. As such, it is not clear to what extent the KS karyotype in itself is affecting heart function and to what extent the observed effects are due to metabolic changes and hypoandrogenism. In addition, further perspective preferentially randomized studies are needed to clarify the effect of testosterone treatment on heart function in KS. The vasculature. Testosterone is a highly vasoactive hormone functioning primarily as a vasodilator with an apparent protective effect against arthrogenesis. Accordingly, Fostera et al. demonstrated reduced luminal diameter in the brachial artery, common carotid artery, common femoral artery, and abdominal aorta in 92 untreated KS males compared with controls. Still, matters were complicated by the fact that no difference was seen among KS males when stratifying in two groups with normal or subnormal testosterone levels, respectively. The authors thus speculate that X chromosome gene dosage could be involved in the pathology because the opposite dilation of major arteries is seen in 45X Turner syndrome. Whether testosterone treatment is capable of increasing arterial diameter in KS males has not been investigated. Moreover, one study 
has found a reduced number of endothelial progenitor cells in KS males compared with controls. These cells play a role in repairing and regenerating endothelial vessels lining, and a reduction in cell count could thus reflect impairment in the endothelial vessel wall. The anti-arthrogenic effect of testosterone is believed to be exerted through anti-inflammatory mechanisms. This is supported by studies in males finding an inverse relationship between serum testosterone levels and levels of pro-inflammatory cytokines in patients with coronary artery disease type 2 diabetes and or hypogonadism. The causal relationship between testosterone and arthrosclerosis is, however, still unclear. Recent data from a randomized and placebo-controlled multicenter study, the testosterone trials, was published, finding testosterone treatment in elderly hypogonadal men to be associated with a greater increase in coronary artery non-calcified plaque volume, to some extent obscuring the image of testosterone as being protective against arthrosclerosis presence of arthrosclerosis has not been systematically studied in KS males. However, in the study by Foresta et al., no difference was seen in keratide intima media thickness, CIMT, between untreated KS men and controls. Further, no difference was seen when stratifying for testosterone level. CIMT is a marker of arthrosclerotic disease and interestingly, another study from the same group published the same year found CIMT to be increased in 48 testosterone-treated KS males compared with controls. It is noted, however, that the controls in the latter study had much lower CIMT values than those in the first study, and that CIMT in the latter study further did not differ between treated and untreated KS males. Based on the morbidity pattern seen in KS, with especially a high incidence of metabolic disorders, it would seem that the arthrosclerosis and risk factors hereof, including hypertension, should also be frequent in KS males still, as perhaps partially demonstrated by the lack of clear evidence for susceptibility to arthrosclerosis, blood pressure is seemingly not increased in KS males when compared with controls. Mean blood pressure is typically within the normal range and does not differ significantly from that of matched control populations. In addition, boys with KS, in boys with KS, hypertension is not found in spite of other features of the metabolic syndrome being more or less frequent. In a Korean study, however, hypertension was reported in 15.2% of 376 males with KS, and in the group with BMI above 25, hypertension was found in 18.8%. This is somewhat surprising, as the worldwide prevalence of hypertension according to the World Health Organization, WHO, is approximately 40%. Epidemiological studies have not looked at prevalence of hypertension, but it would be very interesting to get a more precise estimate of this from a large cohort of men with KS on and off testosterone treatment. The finding of normal levels of adiponicin is in further support of normal blood pressure in KS males. Low levels 
of adiponectin are associated with hypertension and metabolic disorders. In addition, adiponectin produced in fat cells exclusively is negatively associated with testosterone and as such suppressed by testosterone treatment. Subsequently, one study found comparable but slightly increased adiponectin levels in untreated KS males versus slightly suppressed levels in treated KS males. It thus seems that the relative hypogonadism in KS could perhaps be protective against hypertension throughout balancing the reduction in adiponectin levels seen with metabolic disorders. Venous thrombosis. Not surprisingly, the incidence of venous thrombosis, VTE, is increased in KS. An increased frequency of venous leg ulcers, DVT, and pulmonary embolism, PE, in KS was first described by Campbell et al. and Campbell and Price. Later epidemiological studies of mortality and morbidity confirmed that the risk for VTE in KS is raised four to eightfold. Recently, this was corroborated by a Swedish epidemiological study finding an adjusted standardized incidence ratio of 6.43 for VTE in a cohort of 1,085 men with KS, comparing the observed events with the expected number of events based on the national prevalence among Swedish males. Interestingly, the authors found an especially high relative risk for VTE in age groups under 30 and 30 to 49 years of age. Standardized incidence ratio 12.10 and 11. Further, the cumulative incidence of VTE and KS at age 70 was 20.8%. The 30-day and one-year mortality rates after VTE are around 10% and 20% respectively. And the collective evidence indicates that VTE and KS is significantly increasing the risk of death already at a young age. Furthermore, the Swedish study did not find any difference in VTE incidence before or after diagnosis of KS. This is an important finding, opposing the simple explanation that the increased incidence of VTE in KS should be due to elevated hemocrit as a consequence of poorly managed testosterone treatment. Taking into account the KS phenotype with its specific morbidity pattern and hormonal profile, it seems fair to assume that a distortion of the hemostatic balance should be in effect. The prevailing hypothesis evolves around obesity and metabolic challenges in KS, leading to decreased fibrolinic capacity caused by increased levels of plasminogen activator innovator 1, PAI1. High BMI and low testosterone levels are associated with increased levels of PAI1, and two studies have indeed found higher levels of PAI1 in KS males with leg ulcerations compared with KS males without leg ulcerations, and in KS males compared with both male and female controls. Yet, it is still unclear whether these observations are simply associated with fat mass or some intrinsic effects of the KS karyotype. Interestingly, in the study by Zitzman et al., the levels of PAI in testosterone-treated and untreated KS males were comparable, indicating that testosterone treatment perhaps is not capable of restoring 
fibrinolytic capacity. It is also possible that an effect of the altered hormonal composition in KS with a relatively elevated estrogen could potentially alter the hemostatic balance. In this context, it's also interesting to consider aromatization of exo exogenous testosterone compounds. Further, high levels of factor 8 or factor 9 could be hypothesized because the genes for these coagulation factors sit on the X chromosome, although increased levels of factor 8 were described in a recent case series of VT in six men with KS, the authors conclude that the frequency of thrombophilia markers in the six KS cases did not differ from a control population with VTE. Thus, larger studies evaluating the hemostatic balance in KS are needed. To this end, we're currently conducting one such study aiming at evaluating aspects of coagulation and fibrinolysis in a larger cohort of men with KS before and after treatment with testosterone. In clinical practice, we consult with specialists in hemostatus and coagulation and normally continue testosterone therapy among men with KS and VTE with appropriate addition of anticoagulation therapy. And as such, the clinical handling does not differ from clinical guidelines within the area. Arterial thrombosis, diabetes, obesity, unfavorable lipid profiles, and an increased prevalence of autoimmune conditions are all characteristics of KS, as well as risk factors for cerebral stroke and myocardial infraction. The evidence for increased incidence of arterial thrombosis in KS is, however, less convincing than what is the case for VTE. This is, on the other hand, in line with the lack of convincing evidence for other arterial thrombosis risk factors, atherosclerosis and hypertension being more prevalent in KS. Price et al. found mortality from diseases of the circulatory system to be increased in KS males. This was mainly attributed to the increased mortality from cerebrovascular disease, whereas the incidence of ischemic heart disease was insignificantly increased. Swerdlow et al. found mortality from cerebrovascular disease to be increased in KS males 2.2, whereas mortality from cardiovascular disease was slightly decreased 0.7. Bojesen et al., on the other hand, found a higher incidence of ischemic disease in KS males 1.71, but only an insignificant increase in incidence of cerebrovascular disease, 1.19. Men with KS present with a high incidence of several factors increasing the risk for atrial fibrillation, which would support a higher incidence of stroke. However, no studies have properly investigated the incidence of atrial fibrillation in KS. In addition, when considering the incidence of atrial thrombosis in KS, it's important to consider measures of primary prevention. It is likely that men with KS are, in fact, as a consequence of the morbidity pattern, more frequently offered preventive measures against atrial thrombosis, e.g. acylic acid or statins. Furthermore, Dimino et al. recently demonstrated increased platelet aggregation in testosterone-treated men with KS compared with controls. 
We, on the other hand, have, in an ongoing study, found no evidence for increased platelet aggregation in a group of untreated men with KS. Further, treatment with supraphysiological doses of testosterone have been found to increase total homocysteine levels, which are also associated with an increased cardiovascular risk in a group of 32 men with KS. Thus, in regard to the ongoing debate about safety of testosterone treatment, more knowledge is needed on how testosterone treatment affects cardiovascular disease risk in KS. Data from animal studies. As for metabolic diseases, there is no evidence from animal studies, but also in this case, it can be expected that such data would be of value to enhance our understanding of heart and vessels in KS. Summary of best evidence. The risk of DVT and PE is clearly elevated in KS. Areas of controversy. Whether the risk of heart and cerebrovascular disease is clearly elevated in KS is not clear, and further, large epidemiological studies would likely elucidate this area. There is also a need for further studies of the coagulation system in KS and the effects of herion of TRT. Bone metabolism. Because KS males all eventually develop relative or manifest hypogonadism and relatively low testosterone and estradiol levels, it's to be expected that bone metabolism will be affected. Not surprisingly, fractures and osteoporosis occur more frequent among KS males. Many clinical studies have looked at bone mineral density, BMD, as a proxy and generally found this to be decreased, although no clear relation between serum testosterone and BMD has been found. We also found both serum markers of bone formation and bone resorption comparable to controls. We and others have also described decreased 25-hydroxyvitamin D and muscle strength. And in addition to this, we have demonstrated low insulin-like factor 3, a new marker of Leydig cell function in both treated and untreated KS, which was correlated with osteocasin, a marker of bone formation, although no direct correlation was seen between insulin-like factor 3 and BMD. Using high-resolution peripheral quantitative computed tomography, PQCT, we recently demonstrated distinct differences between KS males and controls and showed that KS males had low volumetric BMD and especially reduced trabecular density at tibia. Furthermore, we described the findings as being similar to what's seen in postmenopausal women where a compromised trabecular network with low trabecular number is seen. The findings resulted in lower bone density strength at the level of the tibia. To date, there are no randomized clinical trials investigating the effect of appropriate bone-healthy treatment with testosterone, 25-hydroxyvitamin D, and calcium supplementation among KS males. But given the available data from other conditions and from observational studies, it seems prudent to assume that such treatments will help in keeping fractures and osteoporosis at bay. Data from animal studies. The adult 41XXY mouse shows changes in bone morphometry with reductions in bone volume and thinner trabeculae, which resemble changes in human KS. 
Summary of best evidence. Osteoporosis is more frequent in KS and the likely result of hypogonadism and thus relatively low levels of estradiol. Areas of controversy. It remains to be seen if appropriate TRT will normalize the microarchitecturally unfavorable changes of the bone observed in KS. Autoimmunity. The prevalence of autoimmune disease is also increased in KS in the presence of surplus X chromosome material, just as it is in Turner syndrome with the lack of X chromosome material. This increase in autoimmune disease is likely due to extra X chromosomal material in KS, although no genes or genetic mechanisms have been identified. Similarly, in Turner syndrome, lack of X chromosomal material is thought to be the basis for increased predilection for autoimmune disease. In a large UK registry study, Addison disease, type 1 diabetes, multiple sclerosis, hypothyroidism, rheumatoid arthritis, Sjogren's syndrome, and systemic lupus erythematodus were all identified more frequently among KS males compared with the male background population, with similar findings in a Danish registry study. Others have also noted a much higher frequency of systemic lupus erythematodus and a recent clinical study found a higher frequency of antibodies related to type 1 diabetes. Future studies should aim at dissecting the pathogenesis behind autoimmune disease and KS. Fertility and sexual function. Fertility. Men with KS usually have small testicles and azospermia and account for about 10% of azospermia cases. In literature, a few cases have been described where pregnancy was achieved during natural conception or after intracytoplasmic sperm injection, ICSI, using ejaculated sperm. The couple des described by Kruger et al. actually had another child by ICSI a couple years later. At each treatment, about six sperm cells were found in the ejaculate. KS men with sperm in the ejaculates may be suspected to have chromosomal mosaicism in the testicles or in general. In this first case, describing paternity by natural conception in KS, there's no mentioning of how many peripheral leukocytes the diagnosis was based on. Furthermore, the man with KS reported in the study had testicular volumes of 10 milliliters, which is unusually large for a KS man. Therefore, it cannot be excluded that this man might have had a KS mosaicism within the blood and or inside the testes. In other studies, however, testicular sperm has indeed been detected in KS men who probably did not have mosaicism in peripheral blood. Today, it is not clear what actually happens in the KS testes. Do 24XY spermatogonia have the ability to complete meiosis, or do the normal spermatozoa found in some results, adults with KS arise from patches of normal 23X slash 23Y spermatogonia?
This latter possibility would suggest that cryptic mosaicism is present in chaos a hypothesis that so far has not been supported by much data. In one study of chaos males with ongoing spermatogenesis, it was found that viable germ cells were euploid but were surrounded by apparently normally functioning 47XXY Sertoli cells, and the overwhelming majority of tubuli were devoid of germ cells. Similarly, it's been demonstrated in a preliminary report that intratesticular testosterone levels among KS males are higher than among controls, with a fourfold, fourfold higher number of Leidy cells per tubule and a similar number of Sertoli cells per tubule with a tubule thickness that was twice the size of controls. A recent study in mice showed that trisomy-biased chromosome loss occurs quite frequently in induced pluripotent stem cells in XXY and XYY mice, and that these euploid XY pluripotent stem cells can develop into male germ cells lineage and become viable sperm, leading to seemingly normal offspring. The authors also demonstrated that this trisomy-based chromosome loss can occur in human KS fibroblasts, and thus a similar mechanism could be present in KS males, explaining the presence of ongoing normal spermatogenesis. It is not understood how the extra X chromosome in KS affects spermiogenesis. A recent transcriptome study of adults' KS testes showed that many messenger RNA were differently expressed in Sertoli and Leidy cells. It is still unclear whether these changes are merely changes that occur after the demise of normal testes architecture with extensive fibrosis and hyenolization of the seminiferous tubules that occur already in childhood and perhaps already start in utero and accelerate during puberty. Another recent study of fetal testes found a marked reduction in MAGEA4 pre-spermatogonia by immunohistochemistry and by transcriptome profiling of formalin-fixed paraffin-embedded tissue with a large number of differentially expressed transcripts was found. The authors focus on the X chromosome PAR transcript AKAP17A, an enrichment of long non-coding RNAs, and speculate that the differential expression of these factors may perturb early gonocyte differentiation. Until the late 1990s, the majority of men with KS were referred to treatment with donor sperman, semen. However, a major part of men with KS in a major part of men with KS, minor foci with production of small number of spermatozoa can be found. Because spermatozoa from KS men originate in euploid germ cells, ICSI with these do not increase the risk of having a child with KS or other chromosomal abnormalities compared with using sperm from other men. The success rate in localization of such small sperm-producing foca by random testicular biopsy or testicular sperm extraction, TESE, is low, and multiple biopsies may damage the testicular tissue. Therefore, microdissection, TES, 
M-T-E-S-E, where larger, opaque, normal calibrated seminiferous tubules suggested to contain spermatozoa are selectively removed by micro scissors and the removed tissue examined for presence of sperm immediately was developed. MTs was found to be superior to conventional Ts in the only randomized control study performed. The success rates in finding testicular sperm by MTs are 44% to 66% depending on patient material, experience of the surgeon and laboratory technicians, and pretreatment of the patient with HCG or aromatase inhibitors before operation. In selected KS cases, subcapular orchiectotonomy could be considered. One might expect a higher chance of obtaining sperm when an entire testes is removed and systematically dissected in the laboratory. However, it seems necessary to improve laboratory procedures before this method can be adopted. Circulating levels of FSH or inhibin B do not predict the chance of obtaining sperm in men with KS. The testosterone level has been found to decrease following MT, as well as subcapular orchiotomy. Because the majority of KS patients will benefit from testosterone therapy anyway, we consider the operative procedures to be ethically acceptable, taking into account the great wish of many couples to have their own child. Increased age has been suggested to decrease sperm retrieval success rate. Therefore, testicular biopsies have been performed in teenage boys with the aim to cryopreserve testicular sperm. In the first earlier study, it was not possible to retrieve testicular sperm among seven non-mosaic KS boys 13.3 to 16 years of age, but testicular tissue was banked in the hope to develop sperm from spermatogonia in the future. In another European study, sperm were isolated in one in five boys aged 15 to 16.5 years old. Conversely, in one study, researchers were able to retrieve sperm in seven of 10 boys 14 to 22 years of age, mean age 15.5 years, after the boys were given testosterone replacement and aromatized inhibitor therapy for a period of one to five years before surgical sperm retrieval. Usually testosterone replacement will have a negative influence on sperm production by a decrease in the intratesticular testosterone level, which is up to 400-fold higher than in the periphery and seems to be higher among KS males than controls due to inhibition of the LH secretion by negative feedback mechanism. This must have been possible to avoid in the previous mentioned study by giving very modest testosterone doses. Furthermore, the use of aromatized inhibitors for a long time may increase the level of estradiol, which is an important modulator of bone structure. In a prospective study, the sperm retrieval rate 52% in 25 non-mosaic KS boys 15 to 22 years of age was similar to sperm retrieval rate 62.5% in 16 non-mosaic KS men 23 years of age or older. In conclusion, the success rate in testicular sperm retrieval procedures is seemingly not improved by performing the procedure during adolescence. However, further studies will show if there's a place for 
cyropreservation of testicular tissue from KS adolescence with the aim of inducing sperm production from spermatogonia stem cells in the future. There are important ethical considerations in offering sperm retrieval and cryopreservation during adolescence or even younger, and it's not straightforward how to deal with these questions, although a Belgian study showed that parents of KS adolescents were in favor of such a possibility. We suggest that such procedures should for now only be performed within ethically approved protocols. Children born of KS partners are generally healthy and without chromosomal abnormalities. Two exceptions are triplet pregnancies from Israel where a KS fetus was therapeutically aborted. However, if KS occur in one out of 630 boys in the background population, a few cases with 47XXY karyotype should be expected. Data from animal studies. The KS mouse, 41XXY, shows morphologically normal spermatogonia early in life, indicating normal proliferation and migration of primordial stem cells, but already from day 12.5 or even earlier, mitotic, prolifer mitotic proliferation declined and led to an eventual loss of germ cells. And as an adult, this mouse is quite similar to the human chaos male, with small testes, small seminiferous tubules containing Sertoli cells only, hyperplasia of lytic cells, and the typical hypergonadotropic hypogonadism. Results in the 41XXY mouse show that the spermatogonial stem cell pool is reduced fivefold already at birth, indicating that this process likely starts in utero, and this may be due to changes in their stem cell characteristics. Hence, the authors showed decreased immunohistochemical expression of spermatogonidal stem, stem cell markers, LIN28A and PGP9.5, and decreased messenger NRA expression uh, of a number of factors, including LIN28A and regulating microRNAs, miRNAs, indicating a reduction of the stem cell niche already in utero. A summary of the results from the two different mouse models concerning the testicular function has already has recently been published. Summary of best evidence. Transcriptome data of whole testes indicate a profound deregulation of the genetic machinery underlying normal spermatogenesis and steroidogenesis. The KS male is no longer considered infertile because many can now benefit from MTs. Areas of controversy. The optimal age for MTs has not been defined, and likewise, it remains to be shown whether pretreatment with HCG or aromatase inhibitors will increase the yield of spermatozoa. Banking of spermatozoogonia in adolescence remains a controversial area with clear ethical problems. The seemingly inevitable demise of the KS testes has not been elucidated, and research within this area will be exciting in the years to come. We need genomic studies of individual cell types, e.g. Leidich, Sertoli, Spermatogonia, etc., to tease out the exact temporal events underlying what has been coined, in quotes, the testicular catastrophe in KS. Sexual function. 
There is a growing literature outlining an association between KS and sexual dysfunction. Among males referred to outpatient clinics due to sexual problems, an increased prevalence of KS of 1.7% was reported, indicating that sexual dysfunction may be more common in KS males compared with males from the background population. However, the existing studies do not reveal a clear picture. The self-reported degree of erectile dysfunction ranged from 2.5% to 23%, which was not significantly different from control men with infertility or sexual dysfunction. In contrast to this, in the largest sample to date, KS patients reported significantly decreased erectile dysfunction when compared with males from the male background population. These findings could reflect sampling bias. Men seeking medical consultation due to infertility or sexual dysfunction may share the same prevalence of risk factors related to erectile dysfunction as men with KS. Comorbidity, such as dyslipidemia, diabetes, hypertension, metabolic syndrome, and obesity, is seen with a higher prevalence in men with erectile dysfunction and in infertile men. Thus, the profile of comorbidity seen in men with KS correlates well with that seen in men with erectile dysfunction or infertility, and it correlates well with the reported increased prevalence of erectile dysfunction in KS males when compared to the male background population. Psychological factors, such as depression, which is known to decrease erectile function as well as sexual desire, may also have an impact on the erectile dysfunction seen in KS. Androgen deficiency can also be related to sexual dysfunction. Testosterone therapy has been reported to have an impact on sexual motivation and mood in men with KS and hypogonadal men. However, Yoshida et al. did not find any significant difference in the incidence of sexual dysfunction, including sexual desire between KS men with normal total testosterone level and KS men with decreased testosterone level. In support of this, Corona et al. also did not find any significant difference in sexual dysfunction and sexual desire between KS males and controls when adjusted for total testosterone. When including all the existing studies, decreased sexual desire was reported by 10% to 61% of men with KS, with one study finding sexual desire to be significantly lower compared with controls whereas others did not find any statistical difference between KS males and controls. Regarding premature and delayed ejaculation, perceived premature ejaculation was experienced by 9 to 65% of men with KS, however equal to or even significantly lower than in controls. Delayed ejaculation was experienced by 7% to 43% of KS men. As with erectile dysfunction, studies including subjects with sexual dysfunction or infertility found this prevalence to be non-significant. Conversely, when comparing KS males with the male background population, delayed ejaculation was experienced significantly more in men with KS. Data regarding orgasmic function is also divergent, with one study finding that orgasmic function was reduced in 20% of KS males although not significant when compared with infertile controls. In a study by Skakabek et al., on the other hand, found orgasmic function to be significantly decreased in KS men compared with male controls. Finally, testicular pain seems to be significantly 
more prevalent in men with KS, with a prevalence of 23%. With respect to frequency of intercourse, no difference was seen between KS males and controls, illustrating that despite some degree of sexual dysfunction, men with KS are as sexually active as other males irrespective of cohabitation status. However, KS males do have a significantly later sexual debut. We recently studied criminality among males with KS in a nationwide study and found that males with KS more frequently were convicted for sexual abuse offenses in addition to burglary and arson offenses. The cause for this increased criminality in which only a minority of KS males are involved is likely multifactorial with influences from executive function problems, delayed social development, auditory processing deficiencies, communication deficits, having been bullied earlier in life, social behavior and cognition problems, age inappropriate sexual interactions, and poor decision-making skills, discussed later in the neurocognitive chapter. There are a few observations of gender dysphoria and increased rates of bisexual and homosexual identity, which may suggest increased frequency among KS males, however, Currently, there is a gap in our knowledge concerning gender identity, gender dysphoria, and KS before any definitive conclusions can be made. Summary of best evidence, the sexual dysfunction seen in men with KS most likely is an effect of their comorbidity rather than the syndrome itself, and evidence for an effect of testosterone therapy on sexual dysfunction is sparse. Areas of controversy, more comprehensive studies including androgen status, Data on comorbidity and sexual function are needed to elucidate, elucidate the level of sexual dysfunction in men with KS and the impact of comorbidity and androgens. Thank you for listening to part five about cardiovascular, bone metabolism, autoimmunity, fertility, and sexual functions. And please forgive my tripping over a few of the technical terms. As you just heard, the presence of an extra X chromosome currently results in a twofold increase in cardio and cerebrovascular disease and a four to eightfold increase in venous thrombosis, rising to a 12-fold increase in under 30-year-olds. This matters for clinicians as resulting morbidity and mortality can likely be significantly reduced with simple preventive measures such as low dosage aspirin or statins. Fractures and early osteoporosis are far more common as well, and although evidence is lacking, it's clinically prudent to assume a combination of vitamin B and calcium supplementation and possibly testosterone will help keep these issues at bay. Multiple autoimmune issues are also somewhat more prevalent, including Addison disease, type 1 diabetes, MS, hypothyroidism, arthritis, Sjogren's syndrome, and lupus and physicians may be well advised to keep an eye out for them in order to address potential signs and symptoms early on. You also heard that while it used to be thought most KS males could not have biological children, this is no longer the case. MT's technology results in about 50% success rates in retrieving viable sperm. Evidence seems to show it may be just as effective to wait until adulthood when ready to procreate rather than to engage in such invasive medical procedures in adolescence with the sole purpose of, quote, deep freezing genetic material for the future, although this is up for some debate. 
Last but not least, KS can affect sexual function. And it's important to know, while testosterone therapy may help, it's also essential to evaluate and address metabolic and psychological issues. Tune in to our next episode, part six, to hear about an often neglected yet possibly the single most important area of all and where well-informed healthcare providers and educators can make the biggest lifelong difference, neurocognition, quality of life, and socioeconomic aspects of KS. The fact is, genomics, screening, and testing are advancing at a blistering pace. It can be hard to keep up, let alone know what to do in terms of policy, awareness, screening, and care when faced with today's increasingly frequent positive diagnosis. Indeed, since this review was published, new findings have been made in the areas of testing and early intervention that could result in vastly improved lifelong outcomes, such as ones that are discussed in episodes one to four. Fortunately, we're learning more every day, and thanks to amazing people like you, listening, learning, and supporting our cause, I believe the future is bright.